1: that's chumbacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. DTW, voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18.
3: Plus. You're listening to the best of morning drive with Dietrich and White. An on demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN 977.com. Now, here's today's show.
4: Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it, Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe? Usually, uh, Jake just drags in here, but he had a little pep in his step today with it being Friday.
0: I never drag in here. First of all, (laughs) second of all, had a little fire in me Uh, after you tried to argue that Manzel would not be recognized in a
4: Walmart. uh, Walmart in West Monroe. He might be recognized, but not by a lot. Am I? Back, step in there, backpedaling a little bit?
0: You are backpedaling, and you're still wrong.
4: And why are we talking about Johnny Manziel? Well, he did uh, participate in a pro day yesterday in San Diego. It was already a pro day that was scheduled for some San Diego athletes. Two wide receivers invited him, so uh, Manziel showed up. 13 NFL teams there to check him out. He was throwing, one of those receivers was a tight end. So, And you, you're trying to dissect Manziel throwing the ball. and it's, uh,
0: Well, you know, they asked the GOAT to come throw for him, yeah. and He he obliged. Uh,
4: Probably the bigger news, of course, uh, locally with Louisiana Tech and Grambling having their pro days. Yesterday we start with Louisiana Tech. Ten players in all out there trying to catch the eye of an NFL coach, scout, executive. I believe uh, there was well over 20 teams represented.
0: Yeah, that's really good. And the success
4: that the Bulldogs have had in the last couple years with the Players either drafted or undrafted making the NFL rosters pretty darn impressive. You never know.
0: You do, you do never know, and I think uh, one of the players, and we, we had a conversation with it about uh, with, with Ben Carlisle earlier. One of the players that we kind of looked for was was uh, Jonathan Barnes. Yeah. Maybe he could, you know, impress enough to maybe work his way onto a roster, which is what we're hoping for. Because you know he he had a fantastic career at Louisiana Tech. I know the senior season. Uh, there were some, some ups and downs, but uh, overall, I mean he had an incredible, year, incredible season, incredible career for uh, Louisiana Tech.
4: And of course an opportunity for Skip Holtz and the coaching staff to kind of show out what Louisiana Tech has done over the last couple of years. Here's a little bit from Coach Holtz just on what Pro day means to him and his program.
3: It's an exciting day. I mean, it's a day that uh, is coming to the end an awful lot of hard work, and I'm not talking about just the, the last three months that they've been training for this day. but talk about the last four and five years of their life they've been training for this day I mean they all want to go play college football and they all want to win and be part of a team but ultimately this is the dream that so many people that play college football have is to make it in the NFL and to have their opportunity to come out here on this day um, I think it's a beautiful day the weather is cooperating I'm watching some of the other pro days around the country dealing with cold weather and rain and everything and to come out here and have it be 78 degrees and not a cloud in the sky, beautiful day for it. And I think some guys have really put up some impressive numbers. Um, these guys have been training for the last three months with Kurt Hester here in Ruston and I think it's really showing just how good he is and how hard they're working and able to put up the numbers that they are. So we're hopeful for him. I know it's it's just gonna be the right fit you know, for each one of them. It only takes one team to say we think that guy has a chance to, to play in our league and to get that opportunity and that's really all that they're asking for right now.
4: Louisiana Tech held its Pro Day uh, yesterday afternoon. Earlier in the morning, uh, Grambling playing host to theirs. And you look at what has happened with Grambling and that football program under Broderick Fobbs. Certainly turning heads uh, during the regular season, postseason, and now, of course, with the number of players that are getting a shot to play at the next league, at the next level. One of them being a guy that we have followed since uh, he was at Richwood, that being Martez Carter. Mr. Excitement. It has been a strange and weird journey for Mr. Carter, but he's getting an opportunity. He's got a lot of different people now looking at him as a running back. Here's a little bit from Martez on how he thought his pro day went and what he needs to continue to prove if he's going to have a shot at the next level. Um,
5: I felt pretty good. Um, I moved around pretty good. No drop balls. I was pretty elusive through the drills. Uh, pretty heavy at this point, though. Um, the scouts wanted to see me um, at least five pounds lighter. So I'm at 210. They want to see me around 205. They feel like I can be way more elusive. But um, but overall, I feel like I had a pretty good pro day. How does uh for this in terms of nerves compare to a game? Uh, this was totally different. Uh, I feel like football, it just come naturally. Uh, all my life, I just never focus on drills. So today, um, I was really worried about uh, the production as far as my drills, but at the end of the day, I, I felt like I moved pretty well and uh, I felt like uh, the, the scouts, they got enough uh, of, of my visual, they got a visual of what I actually looked like. Talk about uh, leading up to this, sir, I know you were out <coughs> in uh, Florida. Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Talk about uh, that performance and uh, how that kind of helped. With this um, training in Tampa was good for me. The weather was good, so we was able to get outside, get to the beach. Um, I was training at ESPY Combine with Yo Murph. He played for Tampa Bay and for about 10 years, so he had a lot of wisdom for me. So uh, just as far as training for those couple months, man, it was it was it was great. Uh, it taught me a lot of things that I didn't know about. And as far as production, I felt like um, I got
4: I got the work that I needed. waiting around uh, 205, Marquez Carter.
0: It's a big back. Yeah, for thick. being five foot seven. Yeah, for being five foot seven, exactly. That's a thick back.
4: Incredible journey, though, from Richwood, a kid that uh, wasn't eligible as senior year because of uh, age, then goes to Wiley College over in Marshall to play basketball, then eventually walks on at Grambling and now has an opportunity or at least a shot to play at the next level. Another remarkable journey has been the journey of Devontae Kincaid, Grambling's record-setting quarterback, a lot of eyeballs on him. Here's Kincaid on what he thought of his pro day.
5: It really is because I know I put in a lot of work just to be able to perform, you know, this day. So, now that this day is really over, it's kind of unbelievable, you know, it's my feelings, everything is just rushing, you know, I just, I'm so overwhelmed because, man, I just didn't know I was going to be in this position two two or three years ago when I was in Mississippi. I could have did a lot of things better, but, you know, sometimes things happen and I'm just get back and get back to working, you know, that's, that's really, I'm just excited to be here and be in this opportunity. because. I know a lot of kids wish they was in my position right now, man, so I'm
4: just blessed to be here. More from uh, Grambling and Louisiana Tech's Pro Day coming up at 830 as uh, Corey Diaz from the New Star will join us. He was there. He's got a lot of uh, news and notes and some observations from what he saw from yesterday at Tech and Grambling. Hey, uh, Ethan weighed in about Manziel. I offered the question, and I got Jake all rattled up earlier today. When I mentioned uh, Johnny Menzel now living in, in L.A., and I thought, well, uh, he could walk through you know L.A. and probably go unnoticed with all his tats and everything. And then I probably carried it a step or two farther and said, well, he could be in Walmart in West Monroe, and he would barely go noticed. He took it too far. Yeah. Uh, Ethan says, well, I would definitely notice Johnny Menzel, and I would rush up to him for an autograph and then have him make it out to his biggest fan, Mark Kramer.
0: Mark Kramer disliked Johnny Manziel, <laughs> yes, I presume? Yes. How can you not like Johnny Manziel? <laughs> All the things on the field, of course.
4: Coach Kramer is old school, man. Uh, I, is I, not. Look, yes, I get it.
0: Look, I get it. I get it. He has a lot of people uh, that oppose him. Yes. I understand. Still love to watch him play football. But, uh, Aaron, we've yet to talk about college baseball. Mm. Pretty big weekend locally. Um you know I think first if you want to start with Louisiana Tech you see what they've been doing they've been one of the hotter teams in the country starting to get some love 12 out of 14 starting to get some love nationally and you've got this series against UAB where you know they're facing a team that isn't the best hitting team I believe Ben Carlos said they they're hitting 230 as a team and so you, you stick Louisiana Tech's incredible pitching staff against a team that has struggled to, to hit the ball consistently this year and has all the makings of a hopeful series sweep now I know it's on the road so I think anytime you go on the road you hope to take at least two you know it, well, you, you look at it as if if you take two away from it it's a, it's a big victory uh, but I think there's a real potential here for losing a tech to to add three more wins.
4: You look at ULM they are certainly uh, glad to be back at home. It has been a while. In fact, they haven't been at home since uh, March 7th when they lost to Louisiana Tech. They got Arkansas State coming to their place this weekend. It's a ULM team and a program that of course got off to that fast start. What were they 9 and 2 and now they're 11 and 9 overall 1 and 2 in conference play after winning the Sunday game versus South Alabama. I think they've dropped uh, six of their last seven games, but they got an Arkansas State squad coming in here that's coming off a tough series against Coastal Carolina. This is an opportunity for ULM to get right or at least to win a series at home. And with the weather and everything that's looking like it'll be this weekend, what an opportunity for fans to come out and watch a little baseball and support Michael Federico and these guys.
0: Yeah, Arkansas State has lost five in a row. You mentioned the Coastal Carolina struggles. They also dropped two against Missouri Uh, And, yes, those are good teams, but you look at this series and you think, you know, maybe Arkansas State limps into this series coming off of five straight losses. Maybe it's an opportunity for ULM to come back home, regroup, and and pull off a win
4: or two in this series. And then, of course, the big series in the SEC. you got LSU going up against Vandy.
0: Yeah, uh, a a top-ranked Vanderbilt team that swept Mississippi State. I think they really turned a lot of heads by sweeping Mississippi State. And uh, what interests me most about this game is Vandy is very good at, at, at taking bases. They lead the uh, conference in steals per game. And you've got Hunter Fiducia who has been fantastic behind the plate and, and nullifying uh, teams from stealing on him. So I think this is a good matchup. I think that's something that I'm watching. I want to see how Fiducia, uh deals with those threats on
4: the bases. And, of course, what Zach Watson continues to do since he came back, from uh, his injury, here's the stat from uh, Luke Johnson. Since returning from that oblique injury, uh, Zach has been good. If not, great. <laughs> great. 41 at-bats. How many hits do you think he had in those 41 at-bats? I already at-bats? know. It's 20 hits. Yeah.
0: It's incredible. <laughs> it really is. And he's coming off a three-for-three three performance against Tulane where he racked up some big hits. Uh, so he's on fire right now. And, you know, they're going to need that production this weekend going up against a really good Vanderbilt team. Another thing I want to watch out for is Mikhail Hillard. Uh, he's been so dang good, uh, you know, earning that Sunday starter role because, you know, Nick Stores and A.J. Lavis were, were played with injuries and was, got the slow start. So Hillard was able to uh, step into that role, and he's been so good this year. I want to see if he can continue to go out there and produce because he's one of those guys that, you know, he's a freshman pitcher that nobody really saw uh, starting on Sunday. You know, all you heard about was Lavis and Stores, and here comes Hillard kind of still in the, the spotlight. So I want to see if he can continue that this weekend.
4: Grambling 12-10 and 10 overall, 6-3 and three in conference play. Uh, they're going on the road this weekend, jumping out of conference play to play Kennesaw State. That series starts later today at 3 o'clock. Uh, the Tigers are uh, riding now a, in the midst of a two-game losing streak. They lost a midweek game to Stephen F. Austin. They won the series against Southern last weekend, but they lost the third game 13-2.
0: And Hogan says, shout out to Arkansas, sweeping number three Kentucky, uh, and we're playing number two Florida today. Yeah, that's a big-time series in the conference. It says, go Hogs and LSU. Good show, guys.
4: Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, let's talk a little uh, March Madness. What we saw last night and what we will – See tonight tonight's matchup is pretty attractive you'll also hear from uh, Jake's uh, biggest uh, your big fan now sister Jean correct
0: I like sister Jean I got nothing against sister Jean are you are you not a fan I am a fan are you are you do you have any sister Jean fatigue a little bit Uh, okay so we're on the same page uh,
4: the number of cutaways of her last night
0: it's like we get it yeah we get it we know she's there (laughs) it's a good story it's you're trying to get ratings
4: Yes. Uh, A little March Madness talk coming up after the break.
6: Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car, king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing. The king of the road, the king of the road, our king.
7: I'll
8: never forget that moment. As long as I live. It was a moment. It was a moment that changed my life. We looked down from the chopper and saw the whole area was flooded. At that moment, it really hit me. This
7: is why I joined the Guard.
5: People had gone up to the rooftops to escape the rising waters. Talk about intense moments. We had to lower the guides on line some 30 feet down.
7: This is where teamwork and training really paid off.
5: It took steady nerves and steady hands for the chopper pilots to hover like that. No question, guard pilots are the best
2: in the world. I couldn't believe it, I just saved a life. What could be better than serving the people of my hometown? In the National Guard, you serve your community as well as your country while you work or attend college. In return, you gain skills in which you can build a career and receive benefits that can help you pay for college. Learn more about what it means to be a citizen soldier at NationalGuard.com.
8: Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard, aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station.
7: Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in
0: Monroe. Unfortunately, in life, bad things happen to us. If you are struggling with some sort of trauma and want some professional help, you should consider EMDR trauma therapy from Amber White at Firm Foundations Counseling in Monroe. Amber White is one of the few therapists in our area certified in EMDR therapy, a type of therapy which uses eye movement and other stimulation to assist clients in processing distressing memories and beliefs. Blue Cross, Vantage, and Tricare insurance is accepted at Firm Foundations. If you're interested in learning more about EMDR trauma therapy, call Firm Foundations Counseling today at 318-654-7010. That's 318-654-7010, or go online to myfirmfoundations.com
4: for more information. Jake, I need to call Amber. I had some trauma last night. Oh, Lord. I know how much you despise or you do not like watching a sporting event with a bunch of people.
0: I, I, I really do. I'm antisocial when it comes to sports.
4: And what happens if uh, you're the only person that actually likes sports and knows what's going on and Get you're watching the event? Get me out of there. So I'm sitting in the newsroom last night, and, of course, we're all waiting around for uh, the CBS coverage to end. So the TV's on, and, of course, the uh, majority of the work is done. So it's literally me and probably seven or others watching college basketball
0: okay seven's not a bad number
4: but they don't care for basketball and have no expertise or knowledge
0: then it is uh hell on earth
4: and then you have plumbing problems going on at the same time (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't easy
0: no i I can't imagine (laughs) it was
4: I didn't have the pro- pull any problems. Let's just clarify this. Did you?
0: <laughs> the station? Oh, the okay, button. okay. All right. I didn't know. What, what I didn't want to dive too deep there. I tried to, uh, you know, stray away. Whatever your problems were last night, I was going to leave that personal. But uh, okay, good. But That's- there was a
4: machine. I don't know what it's called. It was making a bunch of noise, and then you're the, you're fighting, of course, the conversations in a newsroom, and you're trying to watch a game. It was rough. It was one of those. It was trauma. It, Amber White.
0: It was one of those deals where. They were having their own conversation, couldn't care less about basketball. Oh, but, no, they tried to pipe in every once sudden, in a while. But all yeah. of a sudden, they wanted to give their opinion. Yeah, they
4: were like saying, hey, look at the box one they're trying to play there. It wasn't, you know, that <laughs> in-depth or anything. Uh, all right, let's talk a little bit about March Madness from last night. Uh, four games and now this dream matchup that we get in the Elite Eight. A number 11 versus number nine. Who would have thought?
0: Who would have thunk it? Indeed, but this is a story I do like. I do like rooting for Loyola Chicago. I think you need one of those underdog stories here. You've got to, uh, I guess. I mean, Florida State is a team that you know has has uh, won quite a few games. I said Florida State, but I mean uh, Kansas State. But you look at you look at um, you look at Loyola Chicago and what they've been able to do in this tournament. It's capture the hearts and minds of college basketball fans. You know, we all, like I said, we all want to root for that underdog, but here you've got a compelling story of a team that is continuing to push forward like George Mason did in 2006. But not only that, but you've got a nun that is at the forefront of it who has seen decades of basketball, and here she is right in the middle of the story.
4: But on her bracket and in her bracket, she had them losing in this round.
0: She was realistic about it. (laughs) Uh, well, the she,
4: fact that she had him even this far.
0: Well, I mean, I think that's that's great. But then she tried to say, you know what, I'm going to try to actually win my bracket, too. I'll have <laughs> us losing in the Sweet 16. And uh, as, as luck would have it, her bracket was ruined by her own team. Yeah.
4: Here's Sister Jean on her bracket. And, of course, this amazing story that continues to play out with Loyola Chicago.
9: It just feels so much that so emotional for me that I am so grateful to the young men and to Porter of course for doing this I'm trying to keep myself calm but I know that I'm not and uh, one of the things Custer said to me as he came off the court with sister Jean we broke your bracket I said I don't care how far you break my bracket as long as you've broken it you have to go a little more now and it's just I'm happy for us for my community for Loyola for the city of Chicago in for the world because we have picked people watching us all over the world and the viewing night um, numbers on every channel should go up over this weekend and I'm sure that it will so thank you
7: could you have ever imagined a ride like this when this whole thing started you
9: no know, this is really my first NCAA um, appearance and at the real game. I've watched on television for years before all you guys were born and I've watched but never have I attended one before and I've loved every second. It's been such a great such a great trip for me.
4: Uh, the millennial over here is smirking. He's about to get himself in trouble.
0: No, no. Sister Jean is a draw, and she knows she's a draw. <laughs> this is my first appearance. <laughs> <laughs> she's so sweet. She is sweet. She is. making
4: apple pie. I mean, that was, man, how can you not root for that?
0: How can you not root for Loyola Chicago? Mm-hmm. I agree.
4: They, they advance on, and now they will square off against Kansas State. I got to tell you,
0: you want to talk about maybe the, the matchup. I say the matchup's still intriguing because you have Loyola Chicago, but if you have Kansas State advance, you're talking about one ugly part of the mm-hmm. Final Four right there. That's just not attractive. Loyola Chicago is attractive because they are, you know, really not supposed to be there kansas state as well but there's something about a a number 11 seed that uh it has a none at the forefront of it. That's just fun to pull. for. All right,
4: Kansas State, Kentucky. Everybody thought the Wildcats would just cruise into the next round and then into the final four because it looked like the path was set with a number of upsets on their side of the bracket. But the Wildcats do not play well. This was an ugly game to say the least. Kansas State with 24 points off turnovers. They advance as they knock off Kentucky. A lot of different side storylines with this one, Jake.
0: Yeah, I mean, both teams struggled from from the field. I mean, not a, not a lot of – Uh, clean baskets but overall you know Kansas State made it ugly and they made it a gritty game and they thrive in that environment they were able to pull off the upset.
4: Uh, The other games last night uh, Michigan uh, rolled to an easy win against Texas A&M 99 to 72.
0: Yeah and and like I mentioned before I mean Michigan did what it does it forced 12 steals It, it recorded 12 steals and uh, they shot the ball very well. They hit 62% of their shots. They're just overwhelming people. This is what they've been doing for the past couple of months. We should have saw this coming by what they did in the Big Ten tournament, and they've just continued that momentum uh, through the NCAA tournament.
4: And of course, uh, Florida State, a squad and a program that's had a roller coaster ride this year, but they're certainly uh, at the top right now. They knocked off Gonzaga last night, 75 to 60.
0: Knocked off Gonzaga, but I gotta say, I think their journey will end uh, in the next round in the in Elite Eight. I don't see them getting past uh, Michigan, but it's been a crazy journey. They have they have piled some upsets, and they are fully capable of playing with anyone. But again, I don't see them consistently doing it. I I can't see them doing it for uh, a four straight game.
4: All right, so we now look at these uh, four squads, and one of them, of course, has now an opportunity to really. I mean to be in the national championship game? I mean, if you would have thought it, Michigan, Loyola, Chicago, Kansas State, or Florida State?
0: Well, Michigan, yes, uh, just because of the way they played at the end of the year and because, like I just mentioned, what they did in the Big Ten uh, tournament. I mean, that was impressive. I thought, you know, piling the wins that they did in the Big Ten tournament, I don't think anybody had anything quite like that on their resume. And they had the win streak going into it. So Michigan was kind of a popular pick. That said, you look at these other teams, like Florida State, no way. I think a lot of people fell in love with Gonzaga if they were going to go with a a, a lower seed, a, a number four seed Gonzaga coming out of that before Florida State did. And then, of course, you look at you know Loyola Chicago. Absolutely no one saw that coming. Mm-hmm and uh, Kansas State as well. I I certainly didn't see Kansas State coming.
4: All right, we look at tonight's uh, matchups that will all get underway with uh, Clemson versus Kansas. The Jayhawks are favored by five points. West Virginia versus Villanova in the other early game, uh, Villanova favored by five. Is there a chance, especially as unpredictable as this NCAA tournament has been, that another number one seed goes down tonight?
0: Absolutely. I mean, you'd be foolish to say no, right, just because of what we've seen so far. But I do like Kansas to advance. I like Villanova, too. I picked them to win the championship. But this West Virginia game does concern me because it is tough to prepare in such a short amount of time for Bob Huggins and Mm -hmm. and what he does uh, with that full-court pressure. We'll see how Villanova handles that, but, but it
4: is the first game of the week. It's not like it's true. You're catching them on the second half of
0: it. That's absolutely true. And Villanova has the athletes to break that press, and of course they've got a great coach in Jay Wright. So I still like Nova to advance. I do think that's going to be a great ball game tonight, though. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that both yeah. number one seeds advance. Uh, I think Kansas will rely on Devonte Graham, and he'll he'll carry them through.
4: Kansas, Clemson on CBS, West Virginia, Villanova on TBS in the early games. The two late games will feature Syracuse versus Duke. Obviously, they're going to put that game on CBS, and the other one will be Texas Tech versus Purdue.
0: Yeah. So here's my deal. I think
4: Duke favored by eleven, and Purdue's, Purdue favored by two.
0: Yeah, Purdue favored by two. I, here's here's what I think. I think the best case scenario. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is you get a, you get a, this to play out to be Loyola Chicago versus Duke. I mean, how fun would ah. that be—the ultimate underdog—and we kind of. Or you saw, throw a
4: Kansas in there
6: too. I mean, that that would work as yeah. well.
0: But I basically went with Duke just because I, I feel like you know, Coach K. You know, they've done more, even though Bill Self and Kansas have done a lot as well. But uh, I, I just think you know, Coach K and Duke versus the ultimate underdog. We saw a glimpse of that a couple of years ago when Butler played Duke, mm. and that was a fantastic ball game—one of the better national championships we've had. Uh, but I just, that's what I'm rooting for personally.
4: Mm-hmm. I agree. Let's take a time out. Coming up next, we'll talk a little uh, pro day with Corey Diaz from the New Star. Then at 845, Joey Trappe joins us for his weekly visit. And then we'll play uh, Jake's little movie game to wrap everything up.
0: Jake and Aaron's movie mania? Ooh, that's I a like bad title. The, uh, we need to come up with something another better. working title <laughs> that
4: needs to be. That's why it's uh, called now, title.
0: Now accepting titles. <laughs>
4: 888 993 7762. The Morning Drive. Back after this.
1: If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NETTECH be your IT department. Visit NETTECH.net or call 866-668-0001 today.
6: Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, When people get sick, they need a doctor. When
1: cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483 you want new window tinting for your car and you're getting tax money back from Uncle Sam. Bring that combo to Magic Glass and Tint in West Monroe and let us tint you up. Not only does professional tinting from Magic Glass keep your car cool, but it protects the interior from harmful, damaging UV rays, all at very affordable prices. Expert window tinting and accessories for your car or truck. Magic does it all. Magic Glass and Tint, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe.
7: Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe.
4: All right, let's get to a couple of texts here before we get to our next guest. Ken says, get ready for Colin Coward, telling us how boring and unwatchable this tournament will be with all these top seeds no longer in the tournament. So, guys, calm down your enthusiasm. That's coming from Ken and West Monroe. Negativity does play on the national scene. Yeah, not on RC. That's right. And we just like to get positive news like this text we got here. Beekman Charter beat Kilburn 10 to nothing yesterday at Kilburn with zero errors in the field. Slade Avery pitched a no-hitter with four strikeouts and one walk. He was one pitch away from a perfect game.
0: Wow, awesome. And Richie says he's looking forward to our movie game.
4: He may be the only one.
0: He may be the only one, but I've,
4: hey. I've been looking forward to hearing from uh, Corey Diaz from the News Star. He joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. Corey, how you doing this morning, but?
2: Good morning, Buzz. How y'all doing?
4: Good. Uh, busy day yesterday, of course, out at Grambling and Louisiana Tech with pro days. Let's start, of course, with what took place at Grambling. A nice turnout from uh, an NFL coaches, scouts, and executives. Well, most of them, of course, there to see Devonte Kincaid. What did you think of his performance?
2: Uh, you know, Devonte Kincaid. He uh, in his positional drills. He you know he started out a little shaky. Uh, he was. Throwing balls a little behind some of his receivers, and, and he was not really connecting on some of the deep throws. But uh, you know, I think as he as he went along and threw more balls, he was able to you know catch a rhythm there, and he, he started you know connecting with his receivers, and started to look a lot better than what he started out with. Um, you know, the, the funny thing about Devontae is some of the scouts that I was talking to um, after the after his workout were. Uh, you know, a little disappointed in, in him, you know, his measurements. Uh, he's a little less than six feet tall and he's a little shy of 200 pounds. And, and some of the scouts that I was talking to were saying, you know, there's not really anyone in the league like him at his position. And, and so, you know, I asked if if his future in the league was at the quarterback position. And, and you know, the, some of the things that I heard was um, you know, if a team really likes him, you know, he's a winner. And so that's, that's something that, you know, that's a big check mark on his resume. And, and, you know, if the team really likes him, they can bring him in as a third string quarterback right now, or a guy that can get on their practice squad and just help develop them. And he might, can be able to, you know, work his way up from there. But, um, you know, I think overall he had a, he had a solid pro day. Uh, like I said, he started off a little shaky, but uh found his rhythm and, and uh, talking to him afterward, he was, you know he was excited about uh, the performance that he put out yesterday
4: well heck who wouldn't have jitters in that situation you know after going a number of these pro days it is it's not difficult but you have to kind of approach these scouts in a different way because none of them really want their name associated with these analysis or evaluations correct
2: yeah i you know i uh <laughs> you know this is actually gramley was my first one I actually had two in one day is my first time so uh You know, I just kind of tiptoed up to a couple of them, and I just introduced myself, and then obviously told them who I was affiliated with, and and, uh, I just just actually just got straight to the point, and I said, look, guys, I know you guys don't want your names out there, don't want what teams you're affiliated with out there, so uh, if I could just get an anonymous quote from you, I would be very appreciative, and and uh, you know after a couple of seconds of uh, some hesitation uh, I had a few guys that were like yeah we'll we'll talk to you we'll talk to you so uh, you know I just like I said I just went straight I just went straight to the point and so uh, it's uh, it's a it's a it's a funny scenario you know we had some guys that didn't even want to even be like in our videos of like you know filming Boston Scott running his 40 time they were like hey can you like change the angle on what you're doing <laughs> you know it was it was kind of funny uh, so but hey Well, you just had to turn
4: on the charm, that's all. You had to charm him. Yeah, you uh, know,
2: I I suppose I'm oozing with that, I guess.
4: Uh, Martez Carter, it's been an incredible journey an incredible story, a Richwood product. Uh, He certainly looks like he's uh, beefed up a little bit. What did you think of his performance, or more importantly, what did the scouts think?
2: Uh, Martez Carter had a a great day. Um, I I would say the only knock that I heard from – from the scouts that I, that I spoke with after his workout was, uh, you know, they were he was a little heavier than, than what they wanted to see him work out at. Uh, he weighed in at 210. Um, he he is right at five foot seven feet tall, so uh, they they knew where he was, you know, in that regard. Um, but they wanted to see him work out at you know 205, maybe a little below 205, and he weighed in at 210. Um, and so, and, and Martez was aware of that when we spoke with him after his workout too. He said he wanted to, he wanted to be down at 205 and he just didn't quite get there. But, you know, he was excited with the, with the workout that he did. Uh, you know, he showed, you know, he showed the type of hands that he's, you know, already shown teams on film, you know, that he's got out of the backfield. And, and, uh, he also showed, you know, his, his quick burst and his lateral cut, which are just two of the, I I think two things that separates him from a lot of from a lot of running backs you know in this draft you know the type of running backs that you know that these scouts were were chalking him up as you know he's a guy that's uh, easily a, a third down back for a lot of teams you know they could bring him in and you know in a in a third and long situation they he's a guy that come into the game and catch the ball at the backfield and, and easily pick up a first down and and you know i think a lot of drafts a lot of mock drafts uh coming into yesterday you know had him chalked up to like a mid-third round to an early fourth round guy and i think he uh... i think at worst he solidified that um, you know there may be some teams out there i know he's got some meetings coming up uh, over the next couple weeks and um, you know if the team really falls in love with him you know he could he could you know he could inch up a little bit uh... to maybe an early third round type guy but um... but yeah, no uh, his his workout was was great he did he did he did absolutely nothing to uh, diminish what he had already put out there for the Scouts to see so um, you know I, I know the Richwood community's got to be got to be excited and proud for for their hometown guy
4: I'm gonna have to give mr excitement a, a, a hard time the only 14 reps on the bench come on I expected more out of that from those big guns he has hey a lot of people there to see Carter and Kincaid but uh, the safety uh Montreal meander did he kind of steal the show with the numbers that he put up
2: you know, uh, of course, I, the scouts that I was talking to, I, I prefaced the question with, you know, I, I'm certainly no NFL scout by any stretch of the imagination. But um, to me, he, to, in my eyes, he absolutely stole the show. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head, Aaron. You know, the reason why 21 NFL teams were represented out at Grambling yesterday morning was because of Devontae Kincaid and Martez Carter and, and all those guys really wanted to see you know the type of work that they've been putting in since the season had ended, and what they were going to be able to do. You know, and sort of that 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 pressure cooker of, of having these NFL scouts looking down on them and working out. But I tell you what, uh, Montreal Meander was was, was not shaken at the moment. He he actually he absolutely embraced the moment. He seized the day, and and uh, he put out an, an incredible performance. Uh, and it started you know it started in the weight room uh, he you know he rep 225 15 times which was the mo- which was the most uh, you know from from the skill guys on the day um, and then he goes out and he runs a 4 440 you know and then he also had a vertical leap of 37 and a half inches uh, and you know and everything that he did in his positional drills was 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 quick uh, was concise uh, and and scouts that I talked to after his performance were man, they were absolutely blown away. Um, you know, some said that, you know, they were, they were already aware of Montrell, you know, with him, you know, starting his collegiate career at the University of Texas. Um, so they weren't uh, completely saying, you know, hey, who is this guy? Uh, but uh, I think after yesterday, um, he, 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 he performed himself into a situation to where he was, he's going to get uh, evaluated further by a lot more teams that maybe were already looking at him and uh, he, he probably made himself a lot more money yesterday.
4: As the show moved from Grambling to Louisiana Tech later in the day, did the dynamics at all change, or it was pretty much the same thing?
2: It was very much the same thing. Uh, you had the exact same uh, exact same scouts, you know, all 21 that was at Grambling in the morning, uh, just made, you know, the three-mile trek up the road back up to Ruston. Uh, so all 21 was there, uh, you know, and you had you – had, Ten total guys at Tech working out. Uh, You know, that's including Jonathan Barnes. He had nine positional guys. Um, But, yeah, it was very much the same thing. Started out in the weight room. Uh, You know, the majority of the Tech guys. It's interesting. Uh, It's interesting to see the the dynamics of of the strength and conditioning at at different universities. Uh, You know, you had, I think, Bryce Williams at Grambling. The most he rep two 225 was 18 times. And I think the majority, almost all nine of the positional guys attack, you know, rep 225 more than 20 times. And so, uh, you know, that's, in, that's always kind of interesting to see, uh, you know, just the, the strength of these players, regardless of, like, what position they play and and, and how the strength of conditioning coach, uh, you know, just really helps their players in that regard.
4: Uh, Boston Scott, one of the players, of course, the, one of the marquee players there for Louisiana Tech – it's safe to say uh, he had a solid, if not spectacular day.
2: Yes, very, incredibly solid day. Um, you know, one, I think one of the things that he's able to do that can, you know, separate him from the type of player that he's been sort of categorized as, you know, he's kind of like Martez Carter. You know, he, he could come in and be a third down type guy. Um but uh, you know the jet scout yesterday actually wanted to see him field kickoffs and punts, and so that was another part of his work. Martez didn't do that unfortunately in his workout, but uh, yeah, Boston was able to, you know, uh, Johnson kicked him some some punts and and some kickoffs, and he was able to um, you know do that and showcase that talent as well. And and um, you know of course he showed you know his, his pass catching ability, and and you know Boston ran a, a, I believe a four 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 forty. You know, so he, he showed that, yeah, the speed that you saw on film is, is what I'm able to do. And, and the the scouts that I spoke with after his performance said, you know, uh, what we what we knew about Boston is exactly what we saw today. And, and that's very much a good thing. And so. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right, Aaron. He he was definitely the, the headliner for this class for Tech. And, um, you know, he sort of he sort of carried the banner and he um, he did not disappoint. He had a good day.
4: We understand at the end that uh, Jonathan Barnes looked extremely impressive. You know, kind of a, a rocky senior year, but overall just a fantastic college career. You think he's got a shot?
2: I do. I, I think he's. You know. You know. I think the history with you know Louisiana Tech kickers, you know, performing well in the league is, is certainly a. a, a it's going to help him in that regard, but also, you know. You know him kicking in front of about seven or eight scouts yesterday. Um, If he if he missed the field goal, I must have been having a conversation with somebody else because I didn't see him miss. And Mm. he also tees up a ball for a kickoff and then he puts it in. He puts it through the uprights from 75 yards out. I mean, the kid is uh, absolutely impressive. Um, You know, I I didn't have the uh, good fortune of really following like Scobie while he was coming through Ruston, but Mm. uh, Barnes is certainly you know one of the best place kickers. You know, I've been around, had the pleasure to you know not only. Uh, cover, but you know, get to talk to him, get to know a little bit. He's a really good kid, and um, you know, I, I definitely think he's a guy that you know, if a team needs a place kicker, um, needs a guy that can handle kickoffs, um, I would easily see him, you know, signing a contract with somebody.
4: All right, Corey, uh, the battle of the new star. If you guys got in the combine, I guess you would concede the bench press to Huntsucker, but you would win the forty. <laughs>
2: I'll I'll definitely get Huntsucker in the in the three cone drill for sure. I okay. can I can oh, cut with God. some of the better of them, you know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what about the forty? You saying that's going to be an even draw or what? You know, I, you know, I, I think I think
2: Huntsucker might be sneakily quicker than we all think, uh, you know. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to let that one be determined on the field.
4: Ooh. Uh that'll be video that nobody wants to see. But all right, good. Uh, <laughs> You're out. definitely if right. Hear, if people want to see more of your work, what do they need to do?
2: absolutely man uh, you guys can follow me on twitter and uh, that's at corey diaz underscore tns C-O-R-Y-D-I-A-Z underscore TNS. we've also got a facebook page uh corey diaz uh, the new star uh, you can just search for my name and it should pop up and uh, obviously of course uh, please visit the uh, not only our sports our sports team but our news team uh, does the best work around uh can be couldn't be more proud to be a be a teammate and a co-worker of, of all the guys that work at the new star so i'm very appreciative of them and and aaron and jake appreciate you guys having me on this morning
4: wow, very political guy answer there at the end well done man. good job <laughs> appreciate it bud have a great weekend all
2: right man will see you later
4: he forgot to thank his mother
0: Corey <laughs> lifts up his uh newsroom and you bury them on a daily basis <laughs> no, i don't you just talked about the plumbing and watching the game
4: oh my newsroom no no Hey, we got major renovations taking place. We are going to have a state of the art. And I am privileged to work at KOE. for the last 18 years. That I've worked at KNOE, it is every day has been a blessing, and I look forward to years and years of uh, grinding it out and producing quality work and award-winning work at K&OE. Break, please, please. Party shots coming up after the break, and plus Joey Trappett. The Morning
7: Drive, sponsored by BOR, Bank of Ruston, now in Monroe, your investment property, business, and home loan specialist. Come see BOR at our new location, 2450 Tower Drive in Monroe, or call us at 812 BANK BOR. We are your Monroe Banking Center, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
6: Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price, for how many doors. Cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road car
8: king. You work hard to recruit the best talent for your business, so you understand how important benefits are. Today's candidates are looking for more than just insurance and retirement accounts. They want benefits they can use every day, and perks that help them achieve that all-important work-life balance. With Veradesk Standing Desk Solutions, you can create the healthy office culture they're looking for, where employees can move more throughout the day, so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. The new Veradesk ProDesk 60 Electric is the perfect way to create your active workspace. It's a commercial-grade electric standing desk that lets you sit or stand with the touch of a button. And it assembles in under five minutes with no need for professional installers or labor costs. The ProDesk 60 Electric ships for free. And thanks to our 30-day guarantee, if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. To learn how you can try the ProDesk 60 Electric in your office, visit veradeskcom radio. That's varidesk.com slash radio.
6: Good morning. Here's ladies' weather conditions for our area. Mostly sunny skies shown tap for today with a high of 81 degrees. Increasing cloudiness is not quite as cool tonight with a low 62. Mostly cloudy skies, 20% chance of rain in the forecast for tomorrow and a high of 78 degrees.
7: Local sports talk is on the air. On the morning drive, this hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe.
4: Man, it's going to be a great weekend to go uh, check out some uh, baseball out at ULM or perhaps just uh, stay inside and watch a lot of March Madness and, of course, an opportunity to perhaps pay up a, a bet or two and go out to the field house and have some wings. Joy Trape joins us on the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline. Joey, how are you doing this morning, bud? Good morning, guys. How are you all? Good. I guess you all in with the uh, loyal of Chicago. How much have you enjoyed March Madness and, of course, the Cinderella stories?
10: Man, that's a great story there, man. Uh, I didn't have time to fill out a bracket, so I didn't have the opportunity for my bracket to get busted. But um, <laughs> it's been a heck of a, a run for those guys, and it's uh, it's enjoyable to watch. And I tell you what, man, they they got a pretty good following. We had a pretty good crowd there last night watching them.
4: Uh, what, what's going on this weekend uh, out at the Fieldhouse, Portico, and, of course, uh, Traps. We'll get to Crowdfish City here in a minute.
10: Yeah, man. Um, you know, you touched on it. Uh, just got beautiful weather going on. Got ULM's got a, a home series out there, so we anticipate a big crowd uh, this weekend. And, uh, you know, this tournament is, is definitely drawing the people in. We got a, a great beer special. Um, it's $7 for a 32-ounce mug and then dollar refills after that uh anytime the games are on so um it's definitely attracting a large crowd yeah it's a it's a great deal man it's uh thanks to tyler harris and the gang at marsala for coming through with those mugs to us it's uh it's a fun time for sure same thing at portico and uh at traps man the weather's perfect and it's uh it's right it's prime for the, the patio uh enjoyment that river's pretty high so it's it's kind of fun to sit out there and, and check how how much water is, is actually flowing down that river right now.
4: I know you had a huge crowd St. Paddy's Weekend out at uh, Crawfish City. How are they looking uh, this week?
10: Man, I'll tell you what, Aaron, we were able to buy the select crawfish right now. So, um, and that's really all we're selling inside the restaurant. So, it's a uh, it's a fun time to be at Crawfish City, I'll tell you that. We, um, we're getting the big crawfish, the pretty, and um, the people are piling in to get them. So, if uh, if you kind of been holding out, you know wanting um, crawfish all year, well, this is definitely time to come to Crawfish City and check them out.
4: Joy, when you say select, so there's some poor fool there saying, "Oh, this one's worthy of going to Crawfish City. This one we'll just throw it aside. It's not uh, that worthy."
10: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're definitely graded. Uh, they're they're pre-washed and graded crawfish. So, um, you know, they 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 separate the bigger crawfish uh from the smaller ones and they uh they charge more for them but you know we're willing to pay a little bit more to make sure our customers you know get the utmost quality product so um you know it's uh like i said man these crawfish are a nice man it's been they finally coming out of the mud you know now it's warmed up pretty good and uh i mean i can't say enough good things about them right now
4: Spring football is underway at all our uh, schools. Joey, being a former player at ULM, I love hearing stories from you. A former walk-on that of course developed into an all-conference player. Do you remember your first practice in the college ranks for spring football?
10: Yeah, you know, um, I just came off my red shirt year. So, uh, you know, it's finally the opportunity where you kind of jockey put positions. And in my spot, it was uh, getting on those special teams. So, um you know, I think I had made a, a pretty good impression um, during those spring practices, um, you know, in regards to what I could do on stress teams. It kind of solidified a little niche for me. But um, spring practice is always fun, man. There's a lot of competing going on. You've been cooped up for a couple months. So everybody's excited to throw that helmet on and those pads. And uh, it's, a, it's a great way for those young guys to get some reps. But uh, reflecting back on the spring drills, man, it's just, you know, that, that, that's what kind of kickstarts the, the next, the following, you know, the upcoming season. So um, I, I can't imagine, you know, the the excitement and anxiousness those, uh, those players are going through right now, man. I, I deeply miss it for sure. Mm.
4: Joey, look forward to seeing you at either uh, Fieldhouse Traps, Portico, and, of course, Crawfish City this weekend. Thanks, bud.
0: Sounds good, guys.
4: Joey Trappe for his weekly visit.
0: All right. Can we skip the parting shot jingle? Because I feel like you're you're trying to get us out of here without playing this movie game. The people are waiting, and by people I mean Richie, is, <laughs> is waiting for us to play this game.
4: It's almost like we need a special bed of music for this, and I don't know what it would be, but perhaps Tabor could uh, find something. Because, you know, little music under it, it always livens it up, especially if it's going to be a boring segment.
0: It's a great segment, first of all. Second of all, we've played this game a couple times before, and I thought it went off pretty well. It's a game where we take movies that are currently in the theater, uh-huh and we try to relate them to sports.
4: And uh, of these four, I don't think I'd go watch any of them.
0: Uh, I would go watch a couple of them. Okay.
4: So And uh, Jake came through with his homework. He's got a uh, definition or something tied in, sports related with all four. I only batted a 500, per, 500 good baseball percentage, so I got two of the four.
0: Yeah, you took the uh, lazy route. No, anyway. No, it
4: just didn't, Nothing came to me.
0: Man. Okay, whatever. You're not creative. So uh, game night is the first one. Uh, Max and Annie's weekly game night gets kicked up a notch when Max's brother Brooks arranges a murder mystery party complete with fake thugs and federal agents. So when Brooks gets kidnapped, it's all supposed to be part of the game. As the competitors set out to solve the case, they start to learn that neither the game nor Brooks are what they seem to be. All right, so sports-wise, this is what I have. And I go kind of hard here. Skip Bayless has no idea that he's irrelevant (laughs) he's still tweeting things like why i think anthony davis is underrated undisputed 9 a.m eastern time on fs1 dude nobody watches your show you think you're still one of the major talking heads in sports but you've lost the platform to spew your garbage to the masses no true fan is going to hunt you down to get your garbage opinion you're done son everybody's in on it but you
4: and Jake coming strong. I told you, I, I like
0: this game. I put forth effort into this game. Did you have anything for game night? Well,
4: first of all, I want to play off that. Uh, you said the platform, and this is a conversation we've had numerous times. Okay. Does he not, does he not have a podcast?
0: No, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. He's on FS1 doing some So something he still has a platform. You still have to seek him out, though. Okay. You don't, I think more people just go to ESPN, but anyway.
4: The concept of this game night movie, its uh, they made something up, correct? What? That's what the guy did the – the premise of the movie, right? The
0: premise of the movie, he he, they think they're doing this murder mystery saw, but he actually gets kidnapped.
4: Manti tail <laughs> I mean, is that not the definition?
0: That's perfect. You got uh,
4: catfished. I won that one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. That's all you got? Well, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, you were so bad at that And that out in the Big Easy. Okay, give us the synopsis for Death Wish, please. Uh, Dr.
4: Paul Kersey's a surgeon who often sees the consequences of the city's violence in the emergency room. And home intruders brutally attack his wife and young daughter, Kersey becomes obsessed with delivering justice to the perpetrators. As uh, the slains grab the media's attention, the public begins to wonder if the deadly avenger... Avenger is a Avenger. Avenger is a guardian angel, guardian angel. God, I butchered that. Oh man, easy
0: for you to say. Yeah. Uh, so, death wish. I've got. Oh, this is
4: Bruce Willis, man. He's still putting out movies. Yeah,
0: same plot as uh, usual. Uh. All right, Bill Polian, Charlie Ebersaw, and whoever else responsible for making the Alliance of American Football must have a death wish. Mm. If you want a piece of the pie for the football market, you're competing against history. People live busy lives and are accustomed to football being in the fall. You're asking casual consumers to watch football year-round when casual fans will dedicate most of the weekend in the fall to CFB and the NFL. Not going to be the case year-round, my man. Death wish.
4: Uh, so he's going to – Bruce Willis is doing, dealing with the underbelly, right, of the world, corruption. Yes. So I'm going John Calipari here, Kentucky, the underbelly of the basketball world. He's dealing with the AA, you guys, the agents, and, of course – Ultimately, a lot of people would think Kentucky deserves the death penalty, the death wish.
0: All right, that's not bad. <laughs> Give us, what's the synopsis for Tomb Raider? Uh,
4: I don't have that one pulled up. Right? Oh,
0: you're so, okay. All right, Black Panther, as I pull mine up. After the death of his father, T'Challa returns home to the African nation of Wakanda to take his rightful place as king, when a powerful enemy suddenly reappears to T'Challa's medal as king and as Black Panther. Gets tested when he's drawn into a conflict that puts the fate of Wakanda and the entire world at risk. It's a good movie. Check it out. All right, so LeBron James is the king. Mm. He's ruled the NBA with an iron fist, but there's a new heir to greatness that wants the throne. It's a guy in Oakland. You see what I did there? Mm -hmm. Those of you who watched the movie, his name is Kevin Durant. His performance. And the playoffs, and especially the finals last year, made people second guess whether or not LeBron James was in fact the true king. The battle for the throne is coming
4: very soon. Wow. You are good at this. We have found Jake's niche. Finally, something I'm good at. Yes, <laughs> yes this is it. <laughs> uh, I got nothing. Tomb uh, Raider, uh, Laura Craft, is an uh, independent daughter of an eccentric adventurer who vanished years earlier, hoping to solve the mystery of her father's disappearance. Uh... Cur- uh Croft uh, Embarks on a journey to his last known destination. All right, what do you got, Tomb Raider?
0: You were just so not pop culture. Like, <laughs> it's it baffles me. All right, uh, Bill Belichick proved yet again that he is truly the Tomb Raider. He took what the Pittsburgh Steelers felt was a declining, aging James Harrison and presented him as a valuable find in postseason play. Belichick will always find those diamonds in the rough.
4: Good job, Jake. Okay, thanks. I'm glad, I'm
0: glad we participated. By we, I mean me. I
4: got two of the four. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, I was trying to work on this in the newsroom with the issues. Oh, keep throwing your news people yeah. <laughs> under the bus.
0: I hope they listen to this and give you crap today.
4: <laughs> a good pun there. There you go. <laughs> uh, have a great weekend, right?
0: Yeah, it'll be a good one. Uh, lots of basketball, lots of baseball.
4: Uh, see, we got a... Uh, we're going to have Chicago, Illinois, Loyola, Chicago in the Final Four come Monday. We're going to have another uh, soundbite from Sister Jean come Monday?
0: I'll say yes. We'll definitely have another soundbite, win or lose. Yeah. I'll say yes, they win. They beat Kansas State. They go on. They move on.
4: A lot final. of critics out there have been uh, harsh on CBS, TNT, True TV, and others, TNT, uh, for showing kids crying in the stands. Sister Jean, if she cries in the stands, <laughs> is that over to the top?
0: Well, I mean, you got to take the good with the bad, right? If you can be on TV for all the good moments, you got to be on TV for the bad moments.
4: Uh, We're pushing the limits here. It's almost 9 o'clock. Thanks for listening this week. We'll try to do it again next week. Have a fantastic weekend. See ya.
3: Thanks for listening to the Best of the Morning Drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.